0: And we're live. Yeah. And, uh. And Will's going on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm here for good. What? Don't you worry. How can you be here for good? Why are you showing me
0: this page then? Huh?
1: Oh, uh, someone from. Kelowna? Someone? is uh in the chat and I want to know where it was.
0: Oh, it's very beautiful over there. It's ve- it's very very nice over there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh I was
1: like, where is Kelowna?
0: It's uh you know, it's over there out out west. Uh-huh. Okanagan Valley. You, know, you got lakes, you got water. Um, you got Are you just some, reading the Wikipedia that's right, that's right. there? Mountains. <laughs> the mayor is Tom, Tom Dias. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't
1: ask. Come I'm on. I'm learning so much here.
0: You got a waterfront city park People go there uh, For trips and vacations And I've never been Anytime I've been that far west I've been over just like in Vancouver But Uh this is a nice destination Okay And uh, The people are loving it You know Canadian nature Yeah Canadian nature Canadian nature Well shout out to everybody from everywhere because Yeah, you know, all
1: parts of life.
0: It's a global audience over here, isn't it? Uh-huh, yeah. It's a global audience over here from, uh, you name it, we got people from that country. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know if you believe me or not. Well, From uh Nantucket. Or you name it, right? Like <laughs> like pe- pe- people are going to put it in there right now. Look, Sweden, Poland, Malaysia, Kentucky, which is not a country in and of itself, but close enough. Uh-huh. Winnipeg. Kuwait. I mean, that's the thing. If you're from the States, it's... You're not going to say I'm from the States. not specific enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. You got Which state? You got to say the state. If you're from the States. Yeah. And I suppose if you're from Canada, we have the same requirement of you. That's really? interesting. I, yeah, I yeah. think so. I think we have that requirement of you.
1: But there's so many more <clears throat> states than there are probably You know,
0: it might make more sense to just say the city. You know, you go to one of these... Uh, what would it be like... Um, Live performances. Someone goes, "What's up, Philadelphia?" Ooh, Winnipeg. You stopped just at the very end. Well, because I didn't get the response that I wanted. Yeah. Like I got to get the response that I want first. Uh What's up, San Diego? Come on, Sandia. It reminds me because I do coaching. Like, I coach the kids in hockey uh-huh. and uh, and baseball as well. And sometimes you'd be like, all right. I'm not going to say the name, but all right. Team name on three. One, two, three. And then it's a week. And you're like, oh, like, guys, man, you even want to play right now. You that's, wanna- yeah,
1: that's a lot of commitment y- for y- people who like the hype man. You go, you go, let's try that person? let's try
0: that again. Yeah. And there's a the famous clip. I think it was at one of those Jake Paul fights where they had another one, uh, DJ Khaled okay, And he yeah, comes yeah. out and the audience isn't really like into it. It's a different type yeah. of crowd.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm talking about? Uh I haven't seen that one. Okay. Well he, he's like, We're the greatest. And it's just like crickets. And and it's the other thing, too, sometimes where the artist is used to doing their own shows and they have people very excited that bought tickets to be there and know them really well. And it's always, it's kind of when you're at somebody else's show, maybe you're an intro act, or Like you said, maybe you're just there to hype people up or whatever. And people are there to see the main attraction, which happens at that time to be something else. And they're all set up and configured for that. So anything, it doesn't matter how good it is. People are skeptical about it. Mm-hmm. And, and then the other thing that happens with the live music performances is, is often the microphone to the audience yeah. to complete like lines uh-huh. of really uh-huh. famous songs and stuff. And you're used to, in your own shows, getting tremendous feedback from that. Yeah. And the audience hears themselves and then they get really into it. But if you don't get that, but you put the mic out and you don't get it? Ooh, you die a slow death, don't you? <laughs> it stings a little bit. You might die a slow Deep inside.
1: death. Dude, I remember um when Ninja when he was in his prime
0: and then he did the Hey easy man. The, he's still in his prime. <laughs> Is he now? Yeah. He's in his um, uh, he's in his prime sports beverage. Oh, okay. No, Red Bull. Yeah.
1: I don't um, think he's still Red Bull. Yeah, he was doing the um the dance at uh, Times Square. New York New Year's Eve
0: a Fortnite dance?
1: Yeah. Okay. And then he tried to do it and try to get everyone to do it. Mhm. But people nada no one. Yeah, they weren't feeling it. I mean, they were just packed in
0: there. How can they dance? You yeah. know, and it was rainy. <laughs> it's all it goes to show you will it's all about the atmosphere. It's all about the environment. It's all about the platform. it, it what the there's a dog chewing a taco, but a okay, squeaky yeah. taco over there. Sometimes that happens. It's all about the venue. you got to consider the venue. Like, if you showed up to a certain type of venue, and it's a very low-key type of venue, mm-hmm. and everyone's relaxing and just chilling a little bit, and yeah. all of a sudden you show up to that venue, like, yeah, yeah, woo, yeah, and they're like, Jesus, what the?
1: Something yeah, like this guy. it's like a negative experience for everyone.
0: No matter you might be the best dancer ever, and they're just like, It's not what we're doing right now.
1: Yeah, it's the vibe, you know, it's the wrong vibe. You
0: gotta match or the, the timing
1: of it, of things, <laughs> you know.
0: I just pictured yes. if Will comes in, just slamming himself off the look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Hey, easy slapping my thighs. It's kind of like you might have, have a party going on, and everybody's drinking. But just like drinking casually, like lightly, and then one guy has a totally different <laughs> mission, and he's just downing, and he's on a totally different speed, a different pace, and you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Belligerent, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that be...
1: usually happens on occasion.
0: You got to you know, match just the atmosphere. One
1: person that just outdoes it, and then uh, it goes wild.
0: Like, got match the atmosphere. For usual, yeah. yeah, it when in Rome. When in Rome, they say, yeah. When you're in Rome, you know. Have you been that guy? When you're in Rome, you eat pasta. That's how it goes. Okay, yeah. Have I been the guy that doesn't match the atmosphere? Yeah. Oh, probably. I'm sure everybody has at one point in time. But the older you get, the more experience you get with variety yeah. of venues. Yeah, just reading the room. You uh, maybe you maybe minimize those scenarios. Sure. And, hey, listen, there's other times where people need a boost and a spark. And you can also be that spark in a social environment. It could just be dull. And everybody's...
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and, the, and then somebody's got to come in there and shake them out of it. Somebody's got to come in there and go, are you alive, buddy? And then the guy's like, you know, whoa. And then all of a sudden, he's like, maybe I am. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And next thing you know, you can influence the atmosphere in the, in the better direction... Or, like, that's the piece to consider as well. It all mm. depends. Sometimes a room needs a boost. Other times a room needs to be matched exactly. And, it, and the, the characters within that room play a big role in, uh, in the optimal mm. approach.
1: Yeah, I give a lot of respect for uh, hype people. People that just get in there and then they try to hype everyone up.
0: Whatever means possible. You mean bring the noise? Yeah, I give them respect. Because it can be damn awkward if nobody wants to, if yeah. nobody's willing to yeah. partake, nobody's willing to get things going. It's a, it's a, it's an empty dance floor, and nobody's willing to dance. Well, uh huh, uh huh. Oh, that's an ugly looking thing, isn't it? Everyone standing on the perimeter of the dance floor. Uh huh. Oh, like just taking themselves so seriously uh-huh. in their own minds. Doing jumping jacks in their own minds instead. Mm. But if I do that, then that might happen. And if that happens, then that might happen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mental gymnastics, right? You know what I'm talking about, Will. Yeah, I hear you.
0: You, That's not you. You get out on that dance floor, it seems to happen. Yeah, I bust the move. Yeah, man, you go to these different events and automatic windmill. Yeah, I just seen you no, get that's out. That's too much. I just no, I see like, <laughs> tone it down a bit, Will. I seen you get out there, man. This you can work your way up. Right you here. can work your way up to it. It's like why are you breakdancing? Mm-hmm. This is classical. You can work your way up to it. Yeah. All right. So uh, what do you like? You like the Samsung or the Tesla? What do you like here, Will? Uh let's do the fake moon. Okay, so photos. we're gonna kick it off uh Samsung in the news because of super moon photos. Uh, this, of course, is that overlay thing. You take a photo of the moon, and then everyone's like, hey, my preview didn't look that good until I got zoomed to a certain point, and with my scene optimizer turned on, the moon looks a hell of a lot better. Mm-hmm. And we had this happen already. This happened with Huawei? Huawei, yeah. And and I just, I don't know, I thought we were we had been over this, but I guess we hadn't been over this. Yeah, Samsung actually responded. People uh, are back in an uproar. Samsung is hoping to talk its way out of a controversy over its camera processing technology. The company has shared an explanation of the moon photo detection system. It has used since the Galaxy S21. If you have seen Optimizer turned on, AI detects when you're taking a clear photo of the moon at 25 times zoom or above. That's when you'll notice it kick in. The tech lowers the brightness, captures multiple frames to produce a bright low-noise picture, and uses a neural network to enhance the detail using high-resolution reference, image, or comparison. You can turn this off and take a terrible photo of the moon if you choose to. That's another option for you. <laughs> yeah, this, this blurry mess. Since you're already aiming at the moon, which we can talk at length about how useful that actually is, but since you're already looking at the moon, you might as well get a usable photo... Instead of a some po- potato potato cam blob, you can turn the scene optimizer off. Samsung, Samsung knows that this won't work if you either take a snapshot of the obscured moon or use an image that clearly wasn't taken on Earth. That's interesting. The moon is tidally locked to the planet, so you'll always see the same lunar surface unless you go to space. The defense comes after Reddit user Break Photos alleged that Samsung was faking moon images by adding detail that wasn't present in the raw scene to make this case. Break Photos even snapped pictures of blurry low-resolution images on a computer screen. There's no info uh, that the phone could recover from the shot, even with the blown-out exposure. So what he did, and this happens in our world sometimes where you have a shot that's blown out, where you have uh, the absence of data, essentially there's nothing left there. Mm-hmm. You can't recover it. I mean, there are methods around this, sh- shooting raw or something like that. But in, gen- in general terms, yeah, if you blow it out, there shouldn't be detail there. And then it, this in- individual is noticing, hey, even in the spots where there's a lack of data, data is being inserted, it's being guessed there, not just enhanced, but guessed and inserted and added. Um, shout out, Felix. Thanks for Super Chat. So anyway, that was the Reddit thread that kicked things off. And then you had some responses of other people kind of putting their two bits into it. And then obviously we had our reference point of the previous time that that occurred. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, so now we have these follow-ups, these longer piece follow-ups in order to kind of, I guess, offer more resolution. Hey. You see that? You see that one? That's a zinger. So just scroll up to the uh, the paragraph just above that one. The defense comes after the ready to make the case. He snapped pictures of the blurry photos and the blown out exposure. This isn't an outright fake. Samsung is using the actual shot as a baseline. However... Its algorithms are clearly going to an extreme by producing photos that don't represent what you got through the lens. The company appears to be aware of this too, as it says is a refining scene optimizer to reduce any potential confusion between taking photos of the actual moon and mere images of it. All right, so we've had beauty modes, we've had moon modes, we have all types of modes, and people are going to keep pushing against them to find where the boundaries exist, the degree to which which there's interference, and whether or not people are satisfied by that. Mm -hmm. Uh, In this case, there's absolutely some guesswork going on. They're saying it's not a simple Photoshop, but there's some guesswork going on and some manipulation going on. Sure. But for me, the big one here is what is your alternative? You're going to get out a big... Uh, space-capable camera setup with a tripod and a long exposure? And everything. Is that really... Are you really considering this? Uh, no. So are we back in the land of language and how you represent it and how you talk about it? They call it scene optimizer. Scene optimizer. Are you not happy with that? Would you like it to be called a fake moon optimizer? And then you're like, okay, cool. Or enhanced moon optimizer. Is that okay? Or... Like, we're back in the land of language because the point is you're taking a photo, a blurry photo of the moon at this tremendous zoom mm-hmm. where uh, and on any other phone you're not going to yield anything that you would ever post anywhere or use for any other purpose. Mm-hmm. So this is an obvious improvement if this is what you aim to do, although the, there's a whole other side argument about why this is even important to do. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe we can talk about uh, the possibility of um, – changing the language around how this is described and maybe this is a communication issue because i think people will for the type of people who want to do this which is already a small number Mm. practically speaking that want to do this on a semi-regular basis this is a better ver- night. this is a better version than they're going to get in uh, using any other method that happens to be in their pocket. I assume in most cases, yeah, without okay. external hardware or ways to stabilize the camera for the long exposure necessary to get an actual useful photo of light that's that far away.
1: Or you can download a high resolution image of the moon.
0: You know, I know that's well. That's what other people are saying. They are like well, what, the moon is always the moon. What are you really trying to prove here? But it's the principle. It's the language. It's the communication about it, and that's what gets people going every time, and people love the story where the manufacturer, the big company, the big target is hiding something from you, whether it's Mm -hmm. Samsung or Apple, and the bigger the company, the more controversial, the more uh, exciting, whatever. Sure. Um, Elon Musk has uh, vented about his $100 million OpenAI donation gone wrong. Wow. You got to wonder how he feels about it because he was there early days and obviously things have absolutely popped off at this time. Shout out Jonah. Elon Musk, co-founder of the artificial intelligence firm OpenAI, once again publicly griped about the startup's direction on Wednesday, weeks after news broke that the billionaire would seek to create a less woke rival service. I'm still confused as to how a nonprofit to which I donated $100 million somehow became a $30 billion market cap for profit. If this is legal, why doesn't everyone do it? He tweeted, Musk departed OpenAI in 2018 at the time. The company said he left to avoid potential conflicts of interest with his own other ventures, including Tesla, which obviously they work on AI-related things as well. Mm-hmm. So... A non profit is how it was. It's some sort of hybrid type of situation. And the 100 million that he put in, he's calling a donation. Mm-hmm. And now you have this Microsoft deal on the table. And he's sitting there saying, Hey, why aren't I being, why is that an investment now that we've got a $30 billion market cap for profit? But he's
1: also the co founder of OpenAI. So he must have Until he some left. sort of
0: say. No, not anymore. He left. None Mm. at all? None. Zero. Okay. He completely left. Now, my understanding of this, and it's incredibly limited, and I hope you guys go with me on this, because I'll just say this in general. There's, There's so many topics that we cover on such a regular basis here that I, I don't know if it needs to be said as far as disclaimers are concerned, but like sometimes it's going to be more in depth depending the degree to which I've investigated it, read about it, how many times we've covered it. And then there's going to be other times where there's a breaking story and there might be an article that's written in a somewhat confusing manner. And then we might sound like we have no idea what we're talking about, mm. which actually happened on a clip recently, which was the last of us clip where yeah. we were just all over the map with it and and it was like is it, the headline was like <laughs> Last of Us 3 is coming and then it was not even about that and a lot of people were in there saying what the hell are you guys talking about right as, yeah. as far as this PVP thing and everything else but anyway this my understanding my vague understanding here is that uh, there was a split up a sort of split off or uh two two different groups so you had the not profit and then you had the for profit arm mm-hmm. to give them extra versatility. You could take a hundred million dollars onto the research side, and then at the same time be working on a for profit product at a later date. Mm-hmm. And I have to assume that this could be a problem with not for profit profit across the board when it comes to scientific research, the medical field. Like I just start imagining the ways in which you can siphon and move and take research findings and development that happens on the not-profit side and then filter that into your for-profit business. Mm-hmm. A lot of the AI stuff is kind of working this direction with the those these big data sets and the likes of um, your, your generators, your image generators, and, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. This is not an unusual model. And so Musk is obviously here being critical of yeah. this particular model and, and at least his involvement in it. And... And probably, maybe most importantly, the fact that he doesn't ne- necessarily like the direction it's going. Yeah. Considering it was sort of built on the back of, at least to an extent, his 100 million. Shout out, Maggie.
1: And he has every right to complain. You know, he sunk in a couple dollars in it and uh, he was a co founder. And also, like, he, it kind of hurts his bottom line too. He's all about open access. And anyone can kind of like access these uh, the, this technology, so I think for him, he should be more outspoken about it.
0: Well, I mean, there's a, there's a few ways you can look at it. Like he I mean, he basically has said that he's going to launch a competitor. So in that case, you're like, all right, well, he's probably going to be critical of it. Mm. Uh, it's obvious as well that some of these responses are probably are not on his side. Politically, or his political stance on things like speech and so forth, which he's been outspoken about. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go take a nap. Uh, But the thing is, with him, you have to be skeptical every time because you're like, well, he he is in a position where he can actually do unusual things. Like, hey, don't like Twitter? Buy Twitter. Like, how many people were in a position to do that? Mm-hmm. other than him i don't like twitter i think i'll buy it mm-hmm. as an individual i mean he brought in some a few other people and it's kind of that way here it's like they don't have to listen to his input they don't have to make it less let's say woke mm-hmm. but then you're talking to somebody who's in a position who actually could if they care enough bring something else to market that's directly competitive it is possible i don't know how far ahead open ai is at this point yeah we'll see <laughs> Tesla Supercharger V4 revealed to be twice as powerful. Oh, that's very lovely. I'm happy about that. It also kind of looks different. A little bit more... There's no hollow center. Yeah. I... I'm a little split because I didn't mind the way those other ones look, but these look good too in their own way. You got the red Tesla logo. The cables are longer now. They have to be longer, Well, Okay. And the reason they have to be longer is... Because you now have opened the network to so many other vehicles that have the charge locations in different places. Uh So if you roll up to one of these older style chargers and your charge port is on the front and the next guy's on the back and one is on the right and one is on the left and one is a certain distance from the bumper and... It's kind of a disaster going on right now Mm -hmm. for universal charging. So more flexibility. So you get a slightly longer cable here, and it kind of looks like a lot of other chargers, although simplified, where the cable connects on the side over there, and I presume it's going to have that multi-port where you can also pull out the CCS adapter, which is weird. The box is right on my desk right there for some Mm -hmm. reason. That's the other way around. Right. That's to charge a Tesla from a CCS station. Uh, Last year electric reported on tesla's supercharger v4 design being revealed in the plans for a new station tesla is believed to be ramping up production of the new charger in order to start deployment soon the new charger is expected to feature the potential for higher charge rate which is currently capped at 250 kilowatts for the v3 and a solution to allow ccs charging for non-tesla electric vehicles the ccs solution was later revealed to be the magic dock thus far there's only been the magic dock deployed on supercharger v3 stations and v4 hasn't shown up yet and then until right now basically tesla started to deploy its first known supercharger v4 station in the netherlands however they covered it up so i guess uh, it wasn't it they were trying to hide it a little bit at first yeah i see that so they put like cloaks over the top well it makes sense they're not ready to go yet And now they are fully revealed as of yesterday. The stalls are equipped with a longer cable, providing easy access for all EVs. This is a big, big win, Will. Big, huge win. Uh, Open up the network to everybody. I love universal standards. I love a lack of an unnecessary complexity when it comes to figuring out where you're charging, when you're charging, how you're charging. It also makes things more competitive, Will. You know why? Because now, as a, as a customer, when you go look at the EV landscape and marketplace, with Tesla opening up their network, that no longer being a differentiating factor for you, you can really select whichever is the best option for you from a variety of manufacturers without as much anxiety as if you couldn't use a supercharger network. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's nice. And what's that going to do? Well, it applies pressure to Tesla to actually continue... To develop the best vehicles they can. Because mm-hmm. they're going to sit there and say, well, those guys are coming up on our tail. They got a pretty nice looking unit over there. And instead of locking people in because you own the infrastructure, mm-hmm. you own the chargers and the proprietariness of it. Great move. Love it. Mm-hmm. Big fan. And uh, and as you mentioned, uh, you actually highlighted the, that you could, po- I mean, this would be insane. A total max power output of 600 kilowatt. Was that in five minutes, ten minutes? Get out of here with that! I mean, that's uh, if the car when, when whenever can, cars could yeah. handle such a thing, and how many active chargers at any one station can deliver that? This is all types of new electrical loads. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is what you sent in the chat, in the general chat to uh-huh. everybody. You wanted everybody to see this. Now I've watched this channel uh, before, Whistling Diesel, very popular channel. Uh-huh doing always doing crazy things i saw uh an episode where he was wearing the back to the future nikes that are extremely expensive he's wearing them as work boots so he this guy is all about the shock value yeah over the
1: top and he doesn't seem too excited about anything. He's right, just kind of like matter of fact. It's like,
0: of course we're doing this. Although he is wearing a full kind of white suit here, which is a little <laughs> different. There's a little bit of
1: trying here.
0: There's a little different there. Anyway, so the uh, title of the video is driving a Tesla upside down, ten feet tall wheels. Man, you got to appreciate the effort on that. Oh man, like he converted
1: the Tesla <laughs> wheels into these giant ten feet tall um carriage wheels yeah uh, and all four of them and not only does he make it work <laughs> he pulls a ferrari underneath
0: is that a ferrari wow look at that thing Oh, okay yeah beautiful
1: but it starts
0: driving holy crap that like that looks unreal weirdly uh terrifying is the windshield already shattered on that yeah Because it went through a garage door by using auto summon. And he just went straight over top that
1: gate. And not only does he do this, but he converts it upside down. Yeah. Wow. And proceeds to drive the Tesla upside down with
0: these 10 feet uh, wheels down the street. You got to get the harness going there. Otherwise, uh-huh, yeah, you're not staying yeah. still, man. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he's doing that. Well, listen. No, I mean, you know why just, he's doing that. Well, that's the title of the video. That's why he's doing it. I mean, he's not
1: experimenting or anything like that. It's just kind of
0: Are you are you chaotic. suggesting that the usefulness here is not high? <laughs> um,
1: yeah, this is Really incredible, really. Like to just have the the know how to do this and have a pretty fun video. Like I I really respect this guy for just doing what he does.
0: Yeah, well, like I mean, here's the thing, right? There's like this. How dangerous is this? It's very dangerous. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, it's extremely dangerous. It's it's all about spectacle here, and. A lot of this stuff, right, they've got all this land over there, and they can kind of run these experiments. And with a, I was going to say, with some degree of safety. I mean, it's like it's a closed track. Okay. There goes the, tr- there, goes <laughs> the safe, right? <laughs> yeah, there goes the, right? yeah, uh, there goes the rubber on the end of the wheel. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is starting to get risky here. And he's just trying to do a burnout with the wagon wheel. Yeah.
1: I'm not going to spoil the end but uh it gets kind of even crazy.
0: Yeah, go watch the video. Shout out Whistling Diesel, always uh, the most bonkers. That's uh oh. that's a beauty right there.
1: I wonder if Elon would watch this.
0: Will watch what? <laughs> this video. <laughs> yeah, why not? He should tweet it out. No, I don't know cuz then you get into like the ramifications of publicizing something that's definitely dangerous. Yeah. A modification, but then again, he seems to be that guy, you know? He seems to be having fun most of the time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Chinese search giant Baidu introduces Ernie Bot. Ba- <laughs> Ernie Bot? Uh, That's pretty good. Ernie Bot. It's friendly, right? Um, I, I When I think of Ernie, I think of Sesame Street. Yep. And I think of Bert and Ernie. Mm-hmm. That's that's. I don't know what I don't know of another Ernie that comes to mind for me. How about you? There's only
1: one Ernie, and I agree. I think it's the Sesame Street one. There's no popular Ernie.
0: More Ernie. than we must be this. missing. We need to ask the audience on this. There must be another famous Ernie out there. Ernie, I'm just not thinking about it. Ernie, Ernie Hudson. Hudson. Hmm okay I don't know and what about an athlete someone says Ernie Sanders I think they're thinking of Bernie Sanders (laughs) wait is Ernie short for Bernie and and it's not that much shorter well there is somebody by the name of Ernie Sanders anyway I'm glad that we uh, got to the bottom of that anyway okay so so they've got their own what is it it's a chat GPT but they put a friendly name on it
1: type of deal but it's not doing too well.
0: Oh, shares tumbled 10%. 10%. The bot was not perfect, but they were releasing it now because of market demand. Robin Lee said at a media conference in Beijing, well, we talked about how hard this is going to be. How and hard- also
1: rushing. The rushing part is, you know, it's not, I guess, responsible in this sense. Wow. When you're creating a chatbot, you kind of want to do it right. Well, in business in in business, right you can.
0: In business, that happens, Will, where sometimes time is not on your side. And particularly in China, where they're not having access to any of this other stuff. Mm. You're not having chat GPT or you're not, I don't know if you're having mid-journey and these other ones either. Mm. I, I think those might be blocked. And so there's this massive opportunity. And who knows, maybe the government's over there like, hey, what's going on?
1: Yeah, so I guess the data is as limited. So, totally different setup. I can't really pull that data.
0: Baidu, Baidu on Thursday unveiled its much-anticipated artificial intelligence-powered chatbot, known as Ernie Bot, with CEO saying that it would it was the culmination of the firm's years of hard work in artificial intelligence. The bot was not perfect. But they were releasing it now because of market demand. The company's Hong Kong listed shares tumbled 10% as he demonstrated the bot answering questions, writing a poem, as well as producing video and image, images with prompts. To date, 650 companies have said they'll join the Ernie ecosystem, he added. <laughs>
1: you like that name, don't you?
0: The Chinese state media outlets and a Shaolin temple were among the first signups. Shaolin, Wu Tang. Yeah, the popularity of ChatGPT backed by Microsoft has triggered a frenzied rush among Chinese tech giants and startups alike to develop a rival. Baidu jumped to the forefront of the race after saying early last month it was close to completing a chatbot using its AI-driven deep learning model. Ernie is short for Enhanced Representation Through Knowledge Integration. That's how you get to Ernie, Will. Uh, Of course,
1: But there's an E at the end.
0: Well, huh? Hey, stop being so. Stop. uh, It's a K
1: for knowledge. There's no N.
0: Stop being so picky. Well, (laughs) okay, fine. It's Ernie. All right, so I don't know. I guess they want to integrate to their search engine, similar to what Microsoft is doing. They are the dominant search engine over there. They got a couple billions. They'll figure something out. And it doesn't matter because ChatGPT is not coming. So deal with it. Mm -hmm. 2024 hyundai Ionic 5n is no mere carbon copy kia okay why would it be a carbon copy kia uh well i guess they're the same company same parent company character is what will set this electric hot hatch apart and boy howdy there's plenty of it it looks to me like the previous ionic five it kind of does right what is the n aspect contributing to hyundai's hopped up n lineup ooh is it going to be faster is one of the more interesting corners of the affordable car universe every vehicle under this banner carries all manner of user adjustability from damping stiffness to tailpipe volume these settings let owners settle into a groove that better aligns with their personal taste and it helps set n apart from less configurable competitors the ionic ionic 5n will be the first performance ev in the parade so it's like that's the hot hatch is back the the honda civic uh, the type r's and the I don't remember what the other brands had. What uh, what did VSpec? What did Nissan have for their performance? And Toyota had. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They all had their own letter. Yeah. yeah. But I can't remember because it's a thousand years ago. But I definitely knew in high school. What? I remember Type R's. Well, Type R just for sure. X. Yeah. But each brand had its own thing. Toyota had their own. Uh, is it were they just S? Could you get a Corolla S? What was the cool Corolla X something? Yeah. I don't remember. Apparently, we're not getting to the bottom of this. People are going to... Golf had an R. TRD? No, that's for the off-road. Was that GT? Oh, TRD. Toyota Racing Development. Okay, cool. Nissan was R. RS you have for Audi. Anyway, you always have these things. So what about EVs? Can EVs have their own... Can, uh, GTI, you had, uh, WRX STI and Nissan had R as well.
1: Kia had GT right now for EVs. GT? Yeah.
0: Right here. Hmm. Doesn't TV Ford have GT, GT with Mustang as well? Yeah. Yeah. And Porsche went with turbo, which was controversial because people were like, where's the turbo? Exactly. I don't mind N. Sure. Go with N. I don't know what it stands for, but I like the idea of a slightly more performance oriented, ionic 5 because i love that formula it's i love like, popular. i like the look of it yeah and the design and everything uh, at its winter proving grounds in sweden hyundai admitted it's not quite ready to divulge the full specs the ionic, ionic 5 ends dual electric motors combined for a net output of 600 horsepower ooh, which is close to the 576 horsepower kia ev6 gt that's the one you're talking about mm. There are fewer underlying components in common than you may think. Many of his underpinnings were tweaked just for the end division. So can I get, like, bigger brakes? Can I get... Oh, yeah. Can I modify my regen?
1: I'm guessing this will be, like, race-ready, like, on the track. Let's go. If it's performance.
0: People are worried about the range, though, if you're getting the the N type. Yeah. If you're getting the type R then maybe you're going to take a range hit. But hopefully you can just mod it, like tweak it. And to see a SUV on the track. Via your fun. different modes. Like in the Taycan, you have a lot of different modes you can put it into, right? Yeah. You can to from comfort to um, sport, sport plus, whatever. And, and obviously you're going to take a range hit, and you can actually see the range hit reflected when you switch to the different mode. Mm-hmm. So I presume they'll do the same thing here. If you want to have it more pedestrian speed, you can do it. But I like this. This is fun i'm cool um, with it you want to take a break oh we have a break today we have a break oh that's lovely yeah i can uh, i can take a sip of my coffee without offending anyone all right here go for we it. Go. this episode is sponsored by zoc doc it's time for you to find a local doctor who's going to accept your insurance and that is a is a healthy thing to know before you start booking things <laughs> before you start showing up places and uh sitting there t- uh doing this with your thumbs What is that are you are you twiddling is that what that is you don't want to be you don't want to be twiddling in a waiting room somewhere you want to know everything is set up before you go and you want to know who you're about to interact with That's where ZocDoc comes in. You do everything online. You go ahead, you seek out the medical professional you're looking for, primary care dentist, eye doctor, whatever it happens to be. You book the appointment right there. You read reviews. You see the location and its proximity from where you currently are. And you clear up the fact that they're going to accept your insurance as soon as you arrive for whatever procedure you might need. Whatever you're looking for, it's on there. And it sort of takes some of the headache out of going to see the professionals that you probably actually desperately need to see. You got to go get yourself checked out and checked up, as far as I'm concerned. And you've been putting it off because you're an internet person. Because you're an internet citizen. Well, ZocDoc is bringing the doctor-patient relationship into the internet era. Thousands of providers. It's all in one app. Go get yourself some ZocDoc.
1: ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed. Take your insurance and are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. And just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. That's where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. Go to ZocDoc.com slash and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's zocdoccom dot Zocdoc.com/slash/lu
0: later. Dude, you're flying in those ads now. I'm trying. Like you're just flying. Your words per minute. Like what's going on with you?
1: You know, there's a little uh, Wait. speed option. I just like. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> right, it sounds like you're hopped up it's on like there. Twenty five percent speed. Sounds like you're hopped increase. up over there. You know.
0: Never heard you like that before.
1: Yeah, I need to drink a lot of coffee before
0: I do the ad. You're flying, dude. Because uh, yeah. You're out there, you're in the world well, right? I'm trying, yeah. you're a guy, and you're in the world, and uh don't forget you wouldn't want to hurt the coffee <laughs> yeah don't do that. Fuck. South Korea is going to build the world's largest chip center with two hundred and thirty billion dollar investment from Samsung. That's almost a quarter of a trillion, trillion. yeah, we don't didn't say trillion on the show in a while, uh-huh. That's a big number, and, and uh, what, what are they saying about it? Plans were announced by President Yoon Suk-yeol on Wednesday and confirmed by the electronics giant. We will build the world's largest new high-tech system semiconductor cluster. Doesn't it sound, it always sounds so intimidating when it's a cluster. Mm-hmm. We will be building the cluster. Semiconductor Hello. cluster. Here's that guy again. We have very big plans for a semiconductor cluster. In the Seoul metropolitan area, based on large-scale private investment of almost 300 trillion Korean won, he said. In addition, we will grow the semiconductor mega-cluster. mega, mega cluster. Mm. Never mind of our previous cluster. Our new mega-cluster is a different kind of cluster. Mm. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> World's largest in connection with the existing memory semiconductor manufacturing complex as a government statement said the chip cluster will be located in Gyeonggi province, which is part of Seoul metropolitan area, and the total investment would be completed in about 20 years. Oh, so intimidating. I'm dead. We're dead. You understand? It's like we're starting a project and we're dead by the end of it. Uh Uh-huh. Crazy. Well, it's the biggest chip making plant. Just so hard to think in those terms. It's like. I'll take about twenty years for this. And and you're at the planning stages and you're trying to envision what things might be like when that's completed. Like these some of these long term projects are so intimidating. Like the the line? You're not gonna see results. You're working on a thing that you seriously might not see results. Mm-hmm. Or right, you'll see things along the way, but and there's a lot of things like that. Obviously the most ambitious projects. Mm-hmm. Are take so long that people die over the course of them. I don't know why I'm on this, why I'm so focused on this, but I just find that interesting.
1: This yeah, movie. your creation is kind of like it, it's the better of you, like it surpasses you. I guess many will die building the
0: mega cluster.
1: That is kind of cool though.
0: Last May Samsung outlined its plan to pour more than 350 billion into businesses and create tens of thousands of new jobs through 2026. It said it would primarily invest in core businesses such as chip making and biopharmaceuticals. Don't forget that Samsung in Korea is doing all types of things. Mm. Never mind the stuff that they export to us, but stuff you can't imagine. Yeah. Like they're involved. They got their They do everything. Their hands in the bucket. All buckets. They're like, is that a bucket? I'm going uh-huh. uh-huh. to put my hand in there. Mm. We are talking pharmaceuticals? I'm going to put my hand in there. You're talking about military equipment? I'm going to put my hand in there. Talking about wooden crates? I'm going to put my hand in there. Mega clusters, though. We're talking about clusters? I'm going to put my hand in there. Oh, displays? <laughs> I'm going to take part in that. Mm-hmm. No problemo. Samsung is best known for its electronics division with its popular smartphones and televisions. In recent years, companies lean further into its role as a provider of semiconductors and manufacturers around the world suffer from shortages. Look at those buildings.
1: Shoot. so this one's actually real
0: damn right that's real look at how they don't know what to do on the outside because it's just such a big wall and you don't want to have windows because it's because of heat and whatever else and so you put like colored abstract shapes and paints on there oh yeah to it break looks, it up so it looks less it's like a giant tennis court so up it, there. it looks like less strictly industrial and a giant parking lots and freeways of the future That'll be cool to hang out out there, eh? Yeah. The vast majority of the world's advanced microchips are made in just two places, Taiwan and South Korea. Good luck. See you in 20. Yeah. See you in 20. Uh, the FTC finalizes Epic's $245 million settlement over sketchy Fortnite purchases. Hmm. Uh, the Federal Trade Commission slammed Epic Games with a 200, $245 million in fines this week. What a... What? What a huge fine. Ordering the Fortnite developer to compensate consumers who made unwitting purchases in its in its digital store, the settlement first announced back in December, Fortnite's counterintuitive, inconsistent, and confusing button configuration led players to incur unwanted charges based on the press of a single button, FTC wrote in an announcement. The complaint also criticized Epic for allowing underage players to make frictionless, unauthorized payments without a sign-off from their parents. Ooh, Apple probably likes this settlement. Apple's like, see? Although, yeah. did this happen in iOS? Like, where where did this go down? The $245 million settlement, which is a huge number, obviously, I don't need to tell you, will go towards refunding customers. The FTC order will also require Epic to discontinue its use of digital design tricks, like dark pattern design, obtain affirmative consent from digital purchasers, and it will block the company from locking the accounts of customers who dispute charges for digital goods and services Ah, is so this is such a tough one because it's this thing where everybody wants convenience like Mm -hmm. they just want to tap a few things they don't want to constantly be signing in and do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm but then it's just way too easy to spend a bunch of money. And when the young people are involved, the children, and then they're like, hmm, are you taking advantage?
1: Yeah. The dark practices of, uh, you know, just one buttons, super colorful sound effects.
0: It's all in there. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. The Justice Department takes very seriously its mission to protect consumers. Associate Attorney General Anita Gupta previously said of the dual settlements, this proposed order sends a message to all online providers that collecting children's personal information without parental consent will not be tolerated. Yeah, I I don't know. The whole gaming, uh, modern gaming thing of the ongoing payments is just... I can't help, it just depresses me to a certain extent because it's just, it's such an ongoing, and I get it, it's a model and it's the way it is and everything is like that. And I listen, I get it, man. I get it. Like, look at this platform. This platform, either somebody super chats us or subscribes or we need ad revenue. They Their model is, look, nobody's... uh To continue to maintain this, game. they're making money hand over fist. But like I'm saying to... The, the way people are playing games now that you play the same game for how many years ago did this thing come out? And then all the enhancements are ongoing development and they're funding the ongoing development by having these astronomical profits, which are recurring instead of selling you the game. It's just, it's an odd to be a youngster these days and feel like you're participating. How many of these in game things should you have? Do you need to have, are you bothering your parents to have, and, and, you know, you end up, do you end up spending $500 by the time it's all said and done? Mm-hmm. More? Less? I mean, I, you can play it with, with none, but obviously these people are very intelligent and they figure out a way to encourage you to spend. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, but is it the responsibility for them to somehow make it less attractive for kids to actually, you know, buy them instead of the parents...
0: Yeah, well, they're gonna have to ask. more prompts, an extra prompt. Are you sure you want to do this?
1: Yeah, and make it Instead more clear. Instead of like this one-click button, and then it's all of a sudden you're down like two hundred bucks. Here
0: something. we have a comment from One Man Show says, "I block all in-app purchases in iOS. That way, I can't possibly ever buy th- anything, no matter what kind of shady tactics they use." There you go. <laughs> That's one way to. Yeah,
1: your finger slips, and then you buy a skin. That's how it works.
0: That's what I mean. It's like, how many prompts do you need over here? Uh I sometimes wonder that when I'm tapping to pay for things, and I'm like, I wasn't actually super close to that reader. I just have my phone like over here, Mm. and I double tap the payment, and it actually picks it up from that distance. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hmm, near field. How near? Yeah. Somebody walks past you, you happen to have that thing open.
1: Well, I heard in concerts or something. They have that little payment system. The portable and then one. Yeah. In crowds, they kind of just scan the pockets.
0: Yeah. Somebody here says uh, they hired casino mathematicians. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does end up feeling a lot like casino. What well, we were talking about the uh, slot machine effect over on those CS GO skins. Yeah. And having one sold for what was it, 160 grand? Yeah. We were talking about yesterday. At $900 per ticket, there's no cancelling Joe Rogan's Comedy Mothership shows. Some tickets to Joe Rogan's new Austin-based comedy club are going for nearly $1,000 on the resale market. Woof! That is a big ticket, sir. Uh, You have limited space. You designed the optimal comedy club. And you bring, like, through your uh, relationships, you bring in high-profile people for sure. Mm-hmm. that normally you would spend a lot to see. And this is how things go. This is how you get, your, you get your markups. And then I feel like just with the audience and the podcast and everything else and the opening of an entirely new venue and the hype around the city of Austin in general, mm-hmm. you, can kinda, you can easily figure out how you can get a $1,000 ticket or close to it, right?
1: And I guess at this point, it's South by Southwest, right? It's still going on. Is
0: that right now? I believe so. Oh well, if that's the case, then it's super obvious so how there's you, a, yeah, you're looking for something. Maybe up upcharge there. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's a big time up charge for sure. Are they? If you go back here, is it, are they asking people on the street what's going on? Can we get a piece of that, or is that copyright fest? It's probably copyright fest. Uh, copyright fest though. That's what I want to know. I only want to know if it's a fest. Cluster. Oh, it's a cluster. Okay, yeah. as long as it's not a mega cluster. Okay. Well, I can't play it, because it's... Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Look at this. What do we get? Kind of what is like this? Weird ads. Here. <laughs> you can skip. Cool. Take us to see Rogan are selling from 500 to upwards of 900. Just... just There we go. That's all I want, the interview. kind of shows the climate people are against the kind of culture that's going on oh there you everyone go everyone is stoked they are ready to be done with cancel culture like i said everybody wants to be there it's a it's a huge deal
1: it's one up online i've kind of been following it
0: obviously there's a demand for it so it's, it's good to see i think it really just speaks to the demand people are hungry for something like this people are excited joe's here you probably can't cancel it if people are paying that much money to get get into it like people are willing to go and see him so i don't think so There's going to be a lot of canceling. Um, there shouldn't be. <laughs> Why are they so focused on the canceling? But... They, they, they love. They're the, very optimistic. They love, but, but the topic of it's still a comedy club, right? Like, I guess this is Fox, and they're trying to just make it as political as possible. It's a comedy club, still. Mm-hmm. It's still, Rogan. It's still whoever else is he's, he's inviting. It's not just. I'm going there because they can't cancel it. Like, I hope you're having a good time.
1: Yeah. The main part is having a good time.
0: It's like, yeah. Hey, what'd you think of the show? They're like, they can't cancel it. Yeah. As long as they don't get canceled. <laughs> okay. All right. It's like, whoa, it's like, okay. did you have a drink there? That's so. Does it? I and I'm, and I'm not blaming the people who were asked because I know they were probably asked pointed questions. They're like, Hey, I heard this is the anti cancel, uh, comedy club. Yeah. What do you think about that? And then, they're like, oh, well, uh, yeah, I guess they can't, whatever. So, they, we got the clip, and then, they, on. yeah, they probably directed it in that way. But, but yeah, the no, yeah, of course, you're not, you're definitely not going to cancel the comedy club. The comedy club's going to do just fine, and uh, it's going to be a hot ticket as a like that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not surprised at all. TikTok could face a US ban unless Chinese owners sell steak. Weren't we here like two years ago? I know. Yeah. And who was who was gonna buy it, the steak? I can't even remember. Was there an actual offer on the table? There was a suggest suggested company. Try rem- to remember. It wasn't Microsoft, was it? Oracle? I think it might have been Microsoft. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I can't recall. And you don't have to go. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Will. I don't know you want to go on a little goose chase you go for it but it never worked out and it didn't seem to me to like be a good fit anyways I was like really Microsoft you want TikTok I don't as you can see with their open AI relationship that seems like a better immediate fit Mm -hmm. but that was a suggestion at the time. Holy crap. We got this user base. We don't want to get banned. We're going to have to find a partner real quick and sell a portion. And it's also the servers, like where the data is yes. stored. Where is it located? The Biden administration is reportedly demanding that TikTok, TikTok's Chinese owners sell their stake in the short-form video sharing app, or it could face a possible U.S. ban. First reported by the Wall Street Journal, the demand is said to have come from the Committee of Foreign Investment in the U.S., a multi-agency federal task force that oversees national security risks and cross-border investments. It is the latest move in a crackdown on the ByteDance-owned app, which has already been the target of government restrictions. In February, the Biden administration ordered federal agencies to remove TikTok from government devices and dozens of state governments have since passed similar bans, including uh, Canada. Canada banned it from government devices as well, Mm -hmm. even more recently. So all the way back in 2020, it was in the crosshairs. It was uh, Trump's target, concerns over the app have heightened in recent months after both Republicans and Democrats when do they ever agree on anything Hmm. called for officials to impose stricter data collection restrictions Um, in related developments TikTok is said to be banned on phones used by British government ministers and civil servants following a review by the UK's National Cybersecurity Center Canada Belgium and the European Commission have already barred the app from government phones well here we go again I guess it's ratcheting back up and, and people are concerned uh, rightfully so they are concerned and mm-hmm. we'll see what transpires here if we get an outright ban for mm-hmm. the public or it's happened in india as well which wasn't list- listed there mm-hmm. and it wasn't just government devices it was just straight up for everybody yeah what does okay actually stand for despite like this one. despite OK's ubiquity many people don't know the words behind the two-letter agreement Ah, uh, what's so weird about this is I had this conversation extremely recently, and yet I don't remember what OK stands for. Is it military related? Uh, the English language is chock full of abbreviations, yes. Uh, A.M., P.M. Not everyone will have an answer if you ask them what A.M. or P.M. stands for. And, or why we use L.B. to abbreviate for Pounds. Man, my brain is now, now I need answers Uh to everything.
1: Yeah, we'll break it down.
0: Uh, Is PM Prime Meridian? Or do I have that wrong? Now we're in deep over here. Oh, past midday and after midnight. Some say. Oh. Some say. Some say? Oh, post Meridian. Meridian. In fact, like many words and phrases in the English language, AM is short la- for for ante meridium, uh, before midday. Well, PM is short for post meridium. I said prime. Did I say prime meridian, which is a ge- like geographic term? But I, I, I guess I've read this before, and I'd had them, the mm-hmm. terms mixed mm-hmm. up in my my mind. Interesting. Okay, let's get back to okay. Okay, mm-hmm. is that a okay with you? Sure. Okay now appears in countless languages around the world despite the ubiquity of okay. Uh, impo- informal polling of friends and colleagues found that not a single one of them knew the two words behind it. Even etymologists were unsure of the meaning. Hmm. Okay, let's get to it. Where is it? What is the okay? It means all correct. Hmm. A C?
1: but it's a joke.
0: All correct. Okay, all correct. Appeared in the Boston Morning Post in the following days and weeks, and the term soon reached other papers like Baltimore Sun. It's a misspelling of A-C? He found Charles Gordon Green when the Boston Morning Post came up with it as a spelling joke shared by newspapers like an internet meme, but from an earlier time. Okay means all correct. That should be A-C. But it's a joke. Whoa! This is not very satisfying at all. Yeah. The whole thing is it was a joke, and it's a long, uh, it's a long read. This is not very satisfying. I really wanted it to stand for something. Direct or maybe. I know. I wish. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's better. That it goes to show you how bizarre language is. That you can have a term that's so widely and globally used that it started out as a joke. Mm. <laughs> or a misspelling, or whatever way you wanna phrase it okay grew out of a kind of abbreviation play that was popular in the us and the uk at the time long before text speak it's funny because it combined two playful trends comical misspellings and a fad for making abbreviations for phrases like ng for no good wow it was like early form texting and how people fml or np i say np sometimes no problem i don't even know if everybody even uses that yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good one. What are, what are SMH, which I would never say. SMH, shaking, shake my head. Oof. Anyway. Yeah. Well,
1: there you go. Well, we'll get to the bottom of it someday. Maybe not
0: today. Why, well, you want me to read more about it? It's, it sounds to me like we kind of did. It's a, it's, it's a bit of a joke. Yeah. And it's stuck. Mm-hmm. Well, good on that guy, I guess. Not many can invent a piece of language that's that successful. Reversible insoles repurpose footstep energy into heating and cooling. Will, take it easy over there. You know, this type of thing gets my attention. Yeah, you like the cooling. I need that cooling. I need to get that cooling going. Am I buying this? Am I buying or selling? (laughs) You don't even have the product. That's the point, Will. (laughs) (laughs) heated insoles we've looked at previously generally use batteries to create electrical heat for warming up icy toes french company sole cooler has a different idea it bypasses the electrical hardware and gets its power straight from the source to feed themselves its insoles use mechanical energy from basic stepping motions to drive integrated heating and cooling elements the reversible two-sided design means that when the seasons change the wearer can simply flip the sole over to get the opposite effect i love it can, this, can the technology really work this way? Is it is it actually effective? Whether the wearer has the insoles placed cool side up or heat side up, both sides work via basic physics to create the desired effect. You can heat up, creating a heating effect of up to 4 degrees Celsius via air compression on the upward motion of the stride. Where is that? Um, and then the air expands back into the soft cells on the cooling side, creating a cooling effect of up to minus 3.5 Celsius. The user feels only the effect that corresponds to the side that's facing up. I'm buying. I'm I buying. Think
1: that's massive, eh?
0: I'm buying. Okay. I am not selling. I am buying. All Where right. do I click? Where do I click? It's not as dramatic as a battery-powered temperature regulation system, but, but obviously... That's just enough. You don't need the, ba- you don't need the battery. Yeah, they maintain energy as long as the wearer keeps moving. Well, where do I click? Huh? Where do I click? How much am I paying? It's called
1: Soul Cooler. Yes. Where do no, I click? No, no Soul Heater.
0: Well, be, because the heater because the heater one is uh, already done, I guess, by the battery powered ones. Hmm. Like, the battery-powered insoles can really heat things up. You have heating products. You even have those little, like, when you go skiing or snowboarding. The heat pads? Heat pads. They they do an insole version. I think the cooler is a little weirder to do.
1: Yeah. So, this is the website.
0: And to have heating and cooling. I can buy it right now. Look at this. 79 euros. I'm buying. I am buying. I am buying. As soon as this show is over, I'm ordering. So simple, eh?
1: I mean, well, yeah, if so it works, cool. if it works. The cool side is blue and the hot side's red. I'm letting and you know. And then you just I'm, flip it over.
0: I'm letting you know if it works. Soul Cooler took home a spot in 2023's first round of ISPO awards this month, perhaps helped out by the fact that the jury deliberated from the chilly confines of an igloo village near Austria. Um, in Austria, feet insoles or climb feet insoles are available now for around 70 bucks shipping around the world.
1: I don't know. You guys don't buy it yet. Brevin Brevin said consult Mo before you
0: Don't buy it yet, guys. I will buy it. And as soon as I get it, I'll let you know what's going on. All right. I'll let you know what's going on. Minus 3.5 C. That's what I need. Mm -hmm. Liquid windows could be the answer to more sustainable buildings. Researchers from the University of Toronto. Oh, is that why you put that in there? Shout out Toronto. Mm. Local. Build a prototype window that lets you control the intensity, color, and dispersion of sunlight using nothing but water and a pumping system. Are you trying to water cool your apartment? Is that what's going on these days?
1: I would like to keep it cool, especially during the summer.
0: That'd be, that'd be nice. Put a little filter on there. Have it come through the, the water. You feel like you're in an aquarium. <laughs> yeah, I'm just swimming in there. What movie was I watching? I was watching that Wakanda one, and everybody, they're all on, on living under the ocean. Oh, okay. You ever notice that in a movie when they go underwater, everyone's so happy and peaceful, not having to deal with all the crap that's happening on the surface? You ever notice that? Yeah. It happened in Star Wars. And they're like, oh, wow. These people got it right. They're doing so well. under, And then obviously some beef ensues, and then everything gets destroyed. And mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. it's your typical thing, but... It's always like the underwater ones have it not. Like, they, what is that? Our obsession with that? Do we do we feel like sea creatures? Uh, do we admire them? Do we feel like they get along better or something? Like what is that about? Mm-hmm. Or 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 do we long for a time from an evolutionary perspective where our f- far off ancestors were swimming around, I don't know, bathing apes, <laughs> yeah. bathing apes. Windows on their own are helpless. If you want to reduce how much light or heat comes into your home or office on a clammy summer day, you have no choice but to call in reinforcements like shutter shades, blinds, drapes, or even worse, air conditioning. This happens because typical windows are made up of an air gap sandwiched between two solid panes of glass. And both materials, if we can even call it air and material, they're rigid. But what if that gap was filled with paper-thin layer of water instead? All of a sudden, you'd have a malleable material that can reflect and refract light. You could color it and mix it with an array of molecules and particles. It can scatter light, absorb heat, and dictate how much of either gets to pass through. Yeah, man. shutters, drapes, blinds are goofy and old-fashioned. The hell are we doing with all that? I want to hit a switch, and all of a sudden, I got red light coming in, or green light, or blue light, Mm -hmm. or less light, or more light. Just a button. Now, I guess you probably couldn't do like a straight up blackout, or you would need some pretty hefty dye or ink. I'm thinking it's going to be just more of a tint. But on the energy saving side, yeah. Uh, it's, but you know, the tough part about that conversation: this is going to cost you a billion dollars in the first place. I would imagine. You know, like so, I could yeah. my whole, I could have cooled my whole neighborhood for the rest of my life. Yeah. But instead, I'm putting in these water, water windows for like
1: one percent of the cost.
0: Listen. But they do enough of it; they get enough interest. The investment comes. Economies of scale will, and next thing you know, that's the future of Windows. Mm. That's one. Amazon snake cat photo goes viral and then mystifies the internet. Yeah. Well, what do you think about that? You know, you know that I only I go on the internet mainly to get mystified.
1: What about unsettled?
0: And unsettled. Shocked. Possibly shocked. Um, A photo of a so-called, the so-called Serpens catus, a feline with black and neon yellow stripes resembling a snake went viral Tuesday in social media posts claiming it was the rarest species of feline on earth. Serpens catus is the rarest species of feline. These animals live in hard to reach regions of the Amazon rainforest and therefore they are relatively poorly studied. The first image capturing the snake cat appeared only in 2020. It weighs up to four stone, which is 56 pounds. Come on, stop it. That's not real, Will. Get out of here. You're it's get, AI. You're getting, yeah, you're getting spoofed here, brother. You, you just got spoofed. Is this real? I don't know. I don't think so.
1: I want to see a, a video.
0: Okay, hang on, scroll down. Obvious fake, no known gene can produce natural hair or fur in those colors. Really rough attempt at a fake Latin name, a second person chimed in. The color and patterns in the photo bear strong resemblance to reptilian. Uh, how, How do they post stuff like this? Like what? You know?
1: Well, sometimes it would get me.
0: Well apparently just looking at this picture. <laughs> apparently it did apparently yeah. it did. I I mean, like, hmm. It's a cool photo, but it, like immediately my my spidey sense is just sure popping yeah. off. I'm like, no. This-
1: but when they say it's like the rarest cat on earth, I mean there is like maybe a possibility.
0: Well, I don't know. Keep scrolling down. I mean at some point they're gonna tell us it's bogus, right? The so-called serpent cat slithered its way onto TikTok, where one user claimed he's the next Fantastic Beast. Laughed the user, referencing Harry Potter spin-off franchises. Snake is found. I, I don't even know how these things are written. Like, you don't like how it's written? Well, look at the comments. the The comments are pissed. Use this S-H-I-T for good, not to misinform. Stop sharing bullshit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's a, that's a rough one.
1: Dude, this is, this could be kind of scary because if, you know, you have enough AI images, you can convince anyone, you know, a lot of these deep fakes and you can really tell a story on, you know, this cat and the history of it.
0: Well, the thing is also... What it eats. Well, the thing is also the way it's represented, right? When Once you click on the tweet and you're like, okay, Jeff Kamara just wrote a caption and put a AI-generated image of a cat mixed with a snake. Yeah. But then the New York Post writes about it, and then we do a clip about it, and then it just goes down and down the it rabbit hole. Going. It keeps getting legitimized. Yeah, yeah. Everybody who talks about it, so... But... It's it's the framing. When you see it framed like this, you're like, hmm, maybe it's just, you know. Medium is the message. Yeah. So anyway, but well, we'll just go ahead and say that our bet is on the uh, the lack of existence in reality of yeah. the serpents, caddis. Yeah. Thank you very much to everybody who joined here today. Appreciate all the contributions. Appreciate your time. Appreciate everyone who joins all these live broadcasts because they happen every single weekday. And those of you who have clicked the notification button so you don't even miss them, so you get to participate live. That's right, we do it live. But of course, you can always catch up after the fact via audio on your favorite podcast app, uh, podcast service. You can also just watch the broadcast live on YouTube after the fact, or you can catch up on the Clips channel, YouTube.com slash Later Clips, which I know a lot of you guys do. And we thank you for that. Today is what? Today is Thursday. That means we have a fantastic Friday episode coming at you tomorrow. So don't miss that. We'll see you at noon. Thanks again. Later.